in a weird way, they're like like spotty, you know, they're yeah. like, like this rickety, like old roller coaster that's still hanging on <laughs> to the track. <laughs> Hey, welcome back, sports fans. We have a huge recap as the NFL playoffs have have commenced uh, this past weekend. It was a great weekend of football. Uh, I almost, almost picked all the games, but I lost out on my last one. Um, but we're going to recap uh, what happened last weekend, obviously dive into what's about to happen this weekend, and then RPF is going to take us through a little uh, catch-up on some uh, some tennis. Tennis is back. Uh, the Australian Open is, is uh, alive and well, and uh, he's going to get us caught up on that but let's start rpf with last week's football games which uh the vast majority of not all of them the vast majority of them were fantastic uh close exciting all the things let me ask you this uh last weekend let's start let's start with what was your biggest surprise coming out of last weekend in the nfl (laughs) For me, it's like I wanted to be a Chicago Bear fan, so I, I think they were the winners, really, because they got the <laughs> they got the top draft pick, and they don't have to have the pain and suffering of the entire fan of every fan base across the country that was that were in the playoffs. My biggest surprise, I think, obviously, was was it not almost a surprise, but it was a surprise, particularly after that first half, that Brett Girl. Trevor mm. Lawrence, yeah, the quarterback we've been teasing the entire season, <laughs> is has stepped up and is is saying, "Don't sleep on me." You know, I'm not quite yeah. out of this picture of discussion of the top quarterbacks that are young here. I think I mean, that comeback was as expected, or it was as surprising as it was kind of not unexpected. So I think they're, I mean, obviously they're going up to Kansas City, so that's a whole different mountain to climb. But I mean, right. Who would have thought halfway through the season that they would be in the divisional round? So I'm, I'm not, not surprised. Yeah, not, not a chance. Uh, I mean, yeah, if you go back to mentality halfway through the season, not, not a I mean, shot. They were like three and eight or something. You know, yeah. They were like, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> <was> like, <laughs> yes. Um, massive, massive hats off to them. Um, I think and that uh, hair, by the way, I'm sorry, but it's on point still. I mean, that he whipped off that he whipped off <laughs> his helmet at the end of the game. I'm thinking, okay, let me see. It's in the humidity. It's in Jacksonville. His hair is literally. I'm sorry. It's like perfect. It's, it's, on, it's on point. It's on point. It's on I'm point. sure he's standing by the his claim that yeah, I don't do anything for it. Oh my god, it's so crazy. <laughs> that, that's that to me is the biggest lie in, in a world that exists with George Santos. That's the biggest lie. The, the Brett girl doesn't do anything right. to that hair. <laughs> right. Well, if they get to the Super Bowl, we always need a scandal for the two weeks in between the that's Super Bowl the to run. <laughs> that's our manufacturer scandal. That's, that's our manufacturer scandal. <laughs> in fact, sports of course will get to the bottom. Actually, of it. takes care of his hair. Sports of course is going to get to the bottom of this. We, we have that's an right. on-field correspondent, a beauty and expert that That's we can, right. we, we can right. put on the case okay <laughs> investigative reporting on, on the hair products found in the locker room <laughs> that's right um you know I, I agree with you i think that was my biggest um again it wasn't a surprise that they won to me because i actually had them pick to win um it was a, but their comeback was a surprise i at halftime i was like oh geez i guess i guess i'm i guess i blew my parlay like you know i um so I, I think that the way that they won was it was yeah. the biggest surprise to me that for yeah. sure. Um, the game before that, anything out of the 49 ers Seahawks that either shocked you, surprised you, or you know, it doesn't surprise me. It just it keeps surprising me that that Brock Purdy is. I mean, even when you know quarterbacks have to go through ebbs and flows and ups and downs and everything else, and he's he's on that trajectory. I mean, he's he's hard to it's hard to forget. It's hard for me to remember that he's the same. Same round, same age, same everything as as the quarterback for the Dolphins that was like looking like you know a kid in Oz 
you know, there's just there was a big difference. Yeah, big difference. Yes, it's just the maturity level, the decision making, the checkdowns. You know, of course, the talent also. He has McCaffrey. He has all these other, but still, you have to get them the ball, right? And I think he's right. managing. He's managing the game so well, and that's that's only going to get better, right? So I'm, you know, I'm very, I'm deeply impressed with Brock Purdy. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. Nothing again. I had the 49ers. I think I think most of America had the 49ers picked uh, to win that game. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was I, I can't say surprised or shocked, but you know, just to reiterate what you were getting at there is just uh, the leadership that Brock Purdy appears to be showing, um, which leads me to the question of if you remember going into this season, the 49ers were all in on Trey Lance. That's my point. This is the and, third and, quarterback and so, who led the team this year. Yeah. And so, you know, what's gonna happen? Like what's gonna happen with them going into next year? I mean, they, yeah. are they does does Trey Lance get to pick up right where he left off? Or no, he's, he's going to go to Hello Tampa Bay. <laughs> um, yeah, so From- that'll be uh, that'll be an interesting storyline to watch. Uh, then we got into the Sunday games. Hey, listen, I'll let you um, I'll let you dive into your Dolphins. I'll give you I'll give you that grace. But for me, there was just nothing special. I, nobody thought they were going to win. They didn't win. So so I, that's well, that. also well, let's put it. In a little bit of context here, I mean, it was it was the biggest spread in the history of the wild card um, round in football when betting has been even in play, and it was not even it was you know we covered the spread by you know by twelve points. So, I mean, in that sense, we were leading, you know, five minutes into the second half with that tremendous strip of the quarterback and football run, you know, mm-hmm. in the touchdown, but. Once again, we were, in my view, I mean, there's a million things to dissect. If you're, if this was a Dolphins podcast, we can get into all that, but we're not going to do that. Basically, it wasn't, it wasn't a surprise to the country. It was, it was, it was once again that type of like, which you've experienced this whole year with, with your Patriots. That it's like, wow, are they doing this really? Are these, are they really in it? And all of a sudden, you know, we have a third string rookie quarterback, which I say it that way, just direct contrast to <laughs> to Brock Purdy, who's also a, basically with a third string rookie quarterback who's led the team for weeks now. So for us, this was we were we, we were we had a, we were down by three points after all the machinations and you know bad play calling and everything else that we happened, but we're still down by three points with four minutes plus left, and we had three delay of game penalties, one coming after a timeout. So I can't even process it, I mean, especially the one that the, the backbreaker was fourth and fourth and two inches became fourth and five plus yards because of a delay of game. Yeah. Again, a third one. So, you know, I'm going to sit there and be shocked that we didn't win. No, but there was, it was just, it was just, it just boneheaded stuff that we had to clean up. So good news for the Dolphins, for me as a fan, we got rid of Boyer, who was the only holdout left from the last administration. He was a defensive coach coordinator, and he's gone. And all his team is all his whole support staff is gone. So the defense has to be, you know. Anyway, so the Dolphins lost, no shock. But ultimately, how we lost was interesting because it wasn't this, you know, forty-two to ten blowout that people were expecting. It was mm-hmm. actually a game that Buffalo was like their fan base was on pins and needles and I, and I was on twitter during the game the whole time and the buffalo fan they yeah. were just like i mean everything was just just every they're throwing pots at the wall every excuse and all of a sudden it's like yeah we squished the fish i told you we would i mean well it's like you know they they won by three points so congrats yeah. buffalo I, right. I'll, I'll give you that i, I I'll, I'll give you that um you know the, the there's there's a and couple way, of highlights sorry, one last thing we had the most uncharacteristic thing that happened to us which has not happened at all it's happened it's an epidemic throughout the nfl but we haven't had this issue until now literally literally three potential tds dropped 
in in the hands of Waddle and you guys had a and, lot of uh, drop passes. You guys had a you lot that, of right? drop passes. Yes, it was like, but that 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 you know, well, Waddle doesn't drop passes. Well, and first of Tyreek all, doesn't drop passes. It first of all, I, I haven't been, I haven't followed along, but Waddle looked like I mean, was he dead? Like he like he got hurt. Like he was. Like one of his first drops, I think it was, or maybe contested the second pass. play of the game or something. Yeah. Um, I mean, he came down and he immediately grabbed his arm, like, and he, and I was, and he looked hurt, and he kept, he came back in because obviously he's a gamer. No, he's, and, no, he's fine. They just, yeah, I just but saw. Like it. every time the ball went his way, he got touched, and it was just he, was, you could just, he was like peeling himself off the ground, just like, like. It was weird. He was talking about how the. Two was lefty and the trajectory is different. Yeah, oh. blah, blah, blah. Exactly. If the ball is in your hands, you have to catch it in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just crazy. Uh, of course, anyway. our fan base turned on Waddle now. We, we, we have to trade him. You know? so, anyway, I'm giving you, uh, I'm giving anyway. you the, 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 you know, they put up 31 points. Like, that's, 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 that's I mean, it's hard to complain, but there, when you see how much money is left at the table, still, that would have been, you know. Yeah. I would, um, you know, personally, I would love to see one more round. You know, but of course, you know. unfortunately, which I, what I'm sure you don't want to hear is that for me, this was more a game of like I was I watched this game and I was like, oh, my God, like Josh Allen looks awful. Like, no, he, well, he doesn't play well against Miami. Generally um, speaking, to this past year anyway, for sure. He's been so, he's been you know, like I said, like, like I thought the Bills were going to win. They won what I like, what what I came away from the game with more of is questions of the Bills. I was like, oh, my gosh, like they yeah. weren't uh, they, just, they just didn't look, I mean. They just it would it shock you if, if it's Bengals Chiefs? No, <laughs> it wouldn't shock me. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so <clears throat> this would probably be, you know the the country's uh, next big upset. I had them picked. I had them picked. You um, did. But uh, the Giants, Giants over the Vikings. Um, what do you got coming out of that game? I said, well, it's exactly what you said. I when I was watching, I was saying Jonah's happy, and I told you I'd be happy if they won. I just didn't think <laughs> right. they would, and so I was very happy. I was like, oh my god, this is, you know, I don't know. I think this is what they need to kind of just then go into next year and say, okay, this is real. Let's make let's really tighten up here. So I think the Giants are have gone as far as they're going, but I will say they're playing. I think they're fortunate to play the best team in football because they know them best. And the Eagles, it's true. And every time yeah. you play a team a third time, it's not going to be a cakewalk. It's going to yep. be a smash mouth type of game. I think it's going to be a little chippy out there. And I, I think the Giants, you know, who knows? You know, it could be a block punt or something could, could change the whole the whole game. So I don't know. I I agree I like- with you. And I th- and I think and and you know we're going to get in this when we when we do our look ahead. But that that Eagles Giants game is one of the games coming up this weekend that I'm like I don't know I don't know. So and of I, course I, and the and the other game in the NFC is going to be great too. The yes. Niners and Cowboys. I mean yes, yes. NFC has some tremendous. I mean uh, yeah, it's the playoffs. I, really, I mean Jags and Chiefs everywhere. have a li- have a different appeal. <laughs> <laughs> Right, that one that one might get a little messy. Uh, the last game on Sunday was the Ravens Bengals. Uh, Bengals beat the Ravens, um, kind of like your Dolphins Bills game. Um, yeah. I came yeah. away with this. I was like, "Ooh, the Bengals didn't look all that great." They, right, you right. know, you got the you got the Ravens without a Lamar Jackson. Um, right, right. And I just I I thought they would look better. I'm not going to read a whole lot into it. I just thought they would. I, I thought they would look better. I think so too. I think, I think I'll, just, so too. I'll just kind of leave it at that. There's nothing. Both Bengals and Bills are looking like damaged goods until they don't. Until they play until each other and then everything's right. Yeah. right. 
right. and then Allen has 500 yards, and you know, right. And, and I do Lamar think Lamar Chase has a two 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 ninety yard catches, and <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I do think it's kind of fun and interesting that the you know so now in the playoffs we can we get the game that we missed right the the canceled game right. the, Bill, the Bills Bengals we now get it in the playoffs. Um, That's gonna but, be emotional. Yeah, for yeah, everybody. it's gonna it's yeah. gonna be pretty wild. Uh, and then the last game Monday night. Was the Cowboys Bucks? Mm. Um, this is what you ruined. My, this is what ruined my parlay. I picked all the games. I was leading into Monday night, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I called this. I called Monday night melatonin. It put me to sleep. <laughs> this was. Like, I went to bed. Was, I, I, went, I know. I went to you bed. You text me saying, okay, "I'm done." Yeah, I went to bed. Um, <laughs> By the way, that, that that last pick from Bray, I, it was just like, I could, it just has to be his last play ever as a quarterback because it's just. Yeah. It was, uh, so I mean, I guess like, listen, that's. So we're, we've kind of been talking about the questions that come out of these games, right? And, and um, my question out of this game was: was Is it time? Is it? Is it's it time? time. Is, is it time? Like I, it's time. I love Tom Brady. I love watching him. Or why, used to love. I'll put it to a different way. I'd rather have Kurt Warner, ten years removed from the NFL, come back than Tom Brady next year. <laughs> I think Kurt Warner is in better in position to impact the team positively than <laughs> Tom Brady. I'll say put put it to you a different way that's, that's more clear. Russell Wilson should start over Tom Brady. Wow, man. And I'm sorry, <laughs> Tom Brady is and has been and will always be the goat. Right, but the goats have to go to pasture at some point, and this is where we are. Yeah, you know, listen, it, it's it's a tough question to answer, and obviously, there's only one person that can't answer, and here's why, you know, and so. Not to not, not to equate my my putrid baseball career to Tom Brady's NFL no, but, career, but, yeah, but you have to go through that. Yeah. Um, but when you're when it's over, when it's done, so <laughs> let me put it this way: when baseball was done for me, um, I was only 31 years old. Um, I could still throw just as hard as I as I ever could. Uh, if anything, I could throw just as hard, but with more command and a better a better head upstairs, you know, to manage the game with. But I just, you know, you get you get to this point where if you're not an established person, they just they you know you get yeah. bypassed, and, and the next crop comes up. Anyway, this all to say that so I was sitting at home um, and I couldn't watch baseball on TV because as I watched, I could sit there and say I can do exactly what that person's doing. And that's a feeling that that's within you, right? So here's the thing. We all watch these games, and I think most of us are like, Tom, just just it might be time, man. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling it, I will say it is not time if he can next year thinks that he can sit and watch a football game and go, I can do exactly what that person's doing. You know, it's funny, in a different way, you know, obviously in a different world away. In a different world away. I mean, a different type of like universe what i do i believe that i am one of the top editors in magazines in the country right i believe this to 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 the core i know i can do it in fact a little plug our magazine the mountains just Mm -hmm. won the magazine launch of the year just two weeks ago so we were very happy with that my point is that if someone had has if someone tells me constantly everyone who talks to me says you know it might be time to let someone else come in and do that i'm like i'm like what the f are you talking about i am at the, <laughs> i'm at the height of my faculties i'm at the height of my yeah. experience like you're saying i have more knowledge than ever i have more passion and understanding how things get done better if anything you should be like i should be having a million options to, to go wherever i want to go because it's i'm you know, I'm the Tom Brady of magazines. He's the Tom Brady of Tom Brady. <laughs> you know, he's the he's the NFL Tom Brady. So right. I don't. And by the way, it's, it's not surprising that he he retired, unretired, and I'm not saying 
I'm saying just as advice that he may or may not take from anybody is to take a, it's the hardest thing to do is to take a harsh look. And by the way, it's not like he's going away. He has a 500 billion contract at Fox to be the lead commentator. Yeah. And and so that's actually precisely what got me into this whole thinking is, you know, because I said, you know, my main immediate emotional reaction was Tom, it's time. Like, I, I can't watch this anymore. I don't want, I don't want to watch you perform like this anymore it just it's like you know it's it's it hurts um and then yeah. i was like well i was like okay so then what does he do and i was like oh he's got his commentating gig all lined up and that's when i said there is no way if he thinks he can still compete there is no way he's gonna go sit in a booth and watch football games that he thinks he could be on the field winning um, oh and, sure and that's you know that's that's where you know this whole I, I started kind of going, giving this a lot of deeper thought, um, with, you know, and kind of sort of brought back my own memories again. Like I mentioned, of of trying to watch baseball on TV, and, and it, you know, <laughs> I can remember watching games and I, so, against so, against guys I play. I remember watching games against guys that I played, and I was like, that motherfucker yeah. still playing. <laughs> I was like, that. <laughs> so um, it, I, I, just, I, I don't know. It it'll be interesting. But here's the problem, though, is that. Um, I think it's pretty evident that he's not going to stay in Tampa. Um, at least it seems that way. And it's Look, like, he's competitive. He's he's going to go after the Tony Romo. But crown. there's no, there's no. Um, if so I'm saying if he doesn't, if he stays in football, if he keeps playing, like there's no, mm-hmm. there's no real sexy option for him. Um, I, I, I can't, I can't even think about it because I, I keep hearing this horrifying. You know Miami option, and it's literally. I mean, it's deafening to the point where I'm just yeah, like, yeah. There's no real great places for him to no. land. It's got to be a you know, teams that take him have to understand that this is a like this is you're doing. You're basically you're selling out, right? Your teams that take him are like saying, all right, we got we got one to two years, one, one on, year, yeah. You know, it, let, let's try this. Um, you know, and I'm like, you hear all these different rumors. Like I even heard the Patriots, and I was like, stop. <laughs> Stop! I was like, "This is no." It's oh like, no! It'd be awful. Oh no! no, 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 no. If, listen to me right now, Tom. Let me be your agent right now. If you are even contemplating coming back to the Patriots as a massive Patriots fan and a big Tom Brady fan, no. I will tell Do you, not. if he does that, he would have to convince Gronk and Elman to join him as a one last <laughs> right. Tour. Yeah, I mean, it's just it is it is a death sentence. I mean, if he came back to the Patriots, he talk about. Talk about all we're tarnishing gonna, a, a, a just all a legacy. All we're going to expect is six more Super Bowls, right? Like we're, he's going to come back and be like, "Oh, Tom's back." We're, you give know, us it's six almost like more. It's, it's taking me. It's taking me like almost two decades to get over the Michael Jordan last two years of his career phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays baseball. He plays for the basket. He plays basketball. It's just <laughs> right. no, no. I mean, if Tom has to play football, he can go to like Ottawa or something to Canadian football. He can go to like <laughs> Saskatchewan or something. I mean, I don't know. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, okay, but, don't, but don't you think he's competitive is that he's going to be when Tony Romo is perceived to be the most informed and entertaining and, and on point color analyst in football, right? He it gets paid, it gets paid to in that league. All of a sudden Brady comes in with his high pitch voice and he's going to say, oh, he's going to have to prove in a sense his football knowledge, right? Which obviously he's going to have a lot, but it's going to be interesting to see how to me anyway, as a, someone who's a consumer of sports mm-hmm. and how he's going to be and who he's going to be paired with really to kind of see who if they take because if he's going to be sleepy like like a troy Aikman, right. like a sleepy commentator you know like he's like you have to be like you have to kind I of pull things out of him what i think he's gonna be sleepy 
I think he's yeah, going to be too. I think I'd rather have a Peyton Tony Romo. I'd rather have a Peyton Manning or Tony Romo all day oh my before God. I have. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Before you have like Troy Aikman or like, you know, Tom Brady who, who, who are like kind of putting their finger in their wind to make sure they're not unpopular with whatever they're saying. <laughs> and Tony Romo's like, that's a terrible play. <laughs> you know, that's what I love. I love honesty. And, and anyway, yeah. so I just think that they're overpaying for his services just to, just to say they have just, him. Just as anyway. coach. Just as coach. Just as coach. Scoach. Wait, is that a white person word? Is yeah, that something? probably. I, don't okay. um, I, don't, I, I, learned, I learned it from my mom, so yeah, maybe. All right, so let's uh, – so there's there's our recap. Um, you know, again, nothing massively surprising to me uh, other than the way the charge – or the, I'm sorry, the Jaguars came back. Um and it, it's hard to say that the Bucks was a surprise to me. I, you know what? Honestly, I, I had I picked them to win. Um, it was half and half of a of a. Of I was the only anal- game that in, in your pick six thing that I figured I, I thought oh I'm scared for you. Well, for that it, one. so it, you know, admittedly, it's a it was kind of half and half like analytical slash emotional pick. Um, analytical yeah. in the fact that Tom was seven and zero against the Cowboys, and the Cowboys looked like trash the week before. That was the analytic side of it, and then emotionally. <laughs> Um, I just, I just wanted, I wanted to see Tom go into go to yeah. uh, San Francisco. But also the patterns, though the Cowboys have been up and down all season, right? And yeah, I, think I that... mean, holy smokes, I can't even imagine being a Cowboy fan. Um, yeah, it's an emotional <laughs> ride this week, this year. <laughs> um, all right, so looking ahead, that gives us uh, kicking off this coming weekend. Um, that gives us Jaguars Chiefs out of the gate. I got to say, that's probably the biggest snooze fest we're going to have. rest of the games look like dynamite. Um, I, I Jaguars, Chiefs, I'm sorry. You know, I always cheer for the underdog. But the idea, the very notion that the Jaguars will defeat the Chiefs, it fills me with excitement and dread at the same time. I don't want to see the Jaguars in the championship game. I mean, I, well, that's what I was going to say. I, 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 lo- I love cheering for the underdog. Yeah. You know, you, but I'm like, I'm like, wait, do I really want to see the Jaguars in that championship <laughs> no, I game? Like, I mean, talk about huh. full on, you know. Yeah. Hair extensions. No, I definitely, <laughs> we definitely need to see the Chiefs in the in the championship game in that environment in that type of either story. Either team has a great story with them. But you know, the Chiefs and Bills, Chiefs Bengals, it would be epic. You know, at yep. least worthy, at least worthy of a championship game in the conference, right? Yep. So we're not going to be thinking, oh, the Jags and Bills, great. <laughs> it's yep. like, it's going to be like, but then on the other side, it should it should be really really fun. Um, although again, the same thing here, the Giants defeat the Eagles. Really, are nine and seven? No, ten and seventeen or yeah, ten so and eighteen. So that's our Saturday night game, Giants Eagles. Um, and like I like I alluded to earlier, uh, this of the four games this weekend, I this one is this one gives me fits. On I keep going back and forth on on. Who what I'm, I'm hearing is you're saying Jags Giants and Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Imagine that. Can you, wait, can you imagine the, how the advertiser and the sponsors go? Um, no, I'll, I'll, I'll only I'll only put put my ad during the Rihanna yeah. halftime show. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which, by the way, we have to talk. We have to do a whole segment on the Rihanna halftime show. I'm very very excited about. Rihanna. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We will. We'll, we'll do a whole Super Bowl Super Bowl preview. Obviously. Um, Super Bowl is good too. Super Bowl. <laughs> That's only Brett girl gets there. Yeah. Um, so Giants Eagles. Uh, yeah. This, so this is like my Cowboys Bucks picks, sort of uh, analytically. You got to say Eagles, um, but there's just there's just something about the Giants. This is very reminiscent <laughs> to me of the years that they that they won Super Bowls, where they yeah. just they no, I, in, I, that's exactly what I'm saying. They got in but just barely over five hundred. 
And I think, yeah, I'm going to say 27, 24 Eagles. Though. You, you, yeah. can't, you can't imagine. Here's, I can't imagine a world that the Eagles don't pull this up. Here's, but, what, we, here's what we don't yeah. know. Because here's, here's what the Eagles are, and rightfully so, are keeping extremely tight-lipped, is how, um, how limited or how hurt mm-hmm. is it's Jalen Hurts? Hurt. Mm-hmm. Right, he's got this shoulder problem, and the, you know, they you know they keep kind of saying, oh, it's no big deal. He's okay. Uh, you know, I don't know if if he is in a, any any type of limited capacity. I think yeah. the Giants have a have a very very realistic shot. Yeah. If he is full go and their offense is is like it was weeks ten through fourteen or whatever it was ten through thirteen nine through yeah. thirteen. No shot. I mean, the right. Eagles were just, yeah. like, they were unbelievable. But again, in this year, in this year of topsy-turvy injuries slash, you know, the, the the streakiness of every team, seemingly. Yeah. I mean, Dolphins, Jaguars, everybody's like up and, you know, way down, way up, way down. You know, so I think, yeah, I think it's going to be close either way. I think even if Jalen is fully activated he hasn't really been performing you know he's, he's been out so i think i don't know i just have a have a, I have a hunch it's going to be close and i have a hunch the eagles will pull it out just because it's a home field it's not gonna they're just gonna i mean i don't know i think they'll find a way it'll be ugly probably but i think they'll find a way and they'll be hosting the niners Whoa, okay, okay. Which, by the way, goes against my yeah, preseason pick. I know it does. I'm trying to contain myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, then. Uh, well, hang on. Let's let's hold off for a second. Let's so going into Sunday. Here's so here's another really hard one to pick, in my opinion. Um, there's a lot going on to unpack in this game. Bengals Bills. This is a rematch, but not really a rematch because there was no match the first a time. Yeah. A re- this is a redo of uh, the game that got canceled, which, you know, yeah. obviously due to the whole DeMar Hamlin incident. Um, you know, granted, it was the first quarter. We weren't even through the first quarter yet, but when that game, the way it started, my initial reactions to the game before the incident was um, well, the Bengals have, them, Bengals have them on the ropes. I mean, they, they came out flying and looked great doing it. Um, this is a very hard one for me to pick. Uh, you know, I alluded to the Bills when we talked about the Bills-Dolphins games. I alluded to the Bills, me leaving that game with more questions about the Bills. Um, mm-hmm. uh, man. Um, well, think about this. Hamlin's going to come out 10 minutes before the game. Midfield. The stadium goes crazy. The Bills all going to And then they're going to return the him. kickoff because that's, that's what they do. No, like. no. And then the Bengals themselves <laughs> will be will – be, remember, they've been tremendously supportive, yes. the Bengals, as a team and individually. You know, some Bengals players even stayed at the hospital overnight. You know, that type of thing. Yeah. So it's a very emotional thing for everybody. So it's going to be – I think it's going to be – this is a weird thing to say. It's, I think it's going to be a flat – emotional game it's going to come out people the teams are going to come out flat and Mm -hmm. a little tentative not to make mistakes which is the worst type of playing because you know then you become like you know a a division two college team so i think what we need i think what we're going to see is the third quarter they're going to open their shoulders up and let the boss fly and that's going to be that's when that's when i think it's going to happen i think it's going to be a 10-7 halftime it's going to be End up in the tw- in the high twenties mm-hmm. in the game. It's going to be, I think, and I think the Bengals pull it up. You got the Bengals. I got the Bills. I'm going to stick with the Bills. I picked them. I picked them originally. Going- Ooh, the Bills should win. The Bills <laughs> were a better team this year, but I don't know something about the Bengals this year. And the fact is that 
that he's he's upright more than often than he has been. Yeah. Jamar is back fully. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to pick against him for me. I mean, it is. I wouldn't it, want to play the Bengals. No, and I'm sure the Bills don't want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, man, could, yeah. Couldn't we be? Couldn't we? Have it would have been the Dolphins. Yeah. It would. It, it would still. If the Dolphins beat the Bills, it would still have been Dolphins at Kansas City. And who would play? Oh, and the Jaguars. And, my God. And the Bengals would have played the Jags. Oh, my God. They would have been so happy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, my goodness. There you go. Right. The Bengals hate your Dolphins, too. So, no, they do. they do. They do. They <laughs> do. Everyone does. Um, all right. So, I'm, listen, I'm going Bills just because I, be, I do have questions out of the Dolphins game, um, but I picked them previously, and it's too. It's still too close. So I'm going to stick with my initial pick. Um, I'm going to so go you're saying I'm gonna go Bills. Bills Chiefs. You're saying Bills are Chiefs, and you're yeah. saying – uh, so the next one, Cowboys Niners. We haven't gotten into. I got oh, the right. ni- I got the Niners pulling this one out. I um, at this point, <sighs> at this point um, in San Francisco, I think uh, man, the Niners just looked really good. And I can't. Here's the thing: is I can't. Sorry, I I, I can't hmm. give. I can't give the Cowboys. All of the credit for that, um, whatever it was, 31 to 14 win or whatever it was. I just, the Bucs, you know, like I said, part of my pick on the box was was half emotional. And I, and I that's the part that really bit me. Um, it's So for me, it's kind of like, uh, you know, the Cowboys are like, yeah, yeah, you beat the Bucks. Like, eh. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like beating. They looked the, great. The, it's like beating the Texans at, at this point. Me, um, me, which I don't think the Cowboys yeah. did, but. <laughs> <laughs> Right, but um, like meaning, if you look at Dak's stat line, he's it was unbelievable. Like yeah. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like what a game. But yeah, then the it's like, to address that eh, whole side of this game. "Well, look who you played." Like yeah, exactly. So I, I, it, I, it's hard for me to sit there and go, "Oh my gosh, they're really rolling going into San Francisco." I, I'm pretty similar though, but I will say this. I mean, again, like a little bit like the last week when I had the Giants hoping to beat the Vikings, but I had the Vikings in my head. I think in my here's the thing: the Cowboys and, and Niners. My whole my whole career, my whole fandom, my whole t- time I've been a fan of football. Those two teams have always been my favorite NFC teams. Um, even though everyone likes to hate the Cowboys, and I, ne- I just never did. Yeah. And then, um, and I have reason to because they actually beat the Dolphins when I was like, I don't know, five years old or something. <laughs> Super Bowl. Um, but Cowboys and and Niners, and I lived in San Francisco twice. You know, my partner's from from the Bay Area. You know, so my mother in law is always calling me during the game. She's like, just season tickets for her whole life. You know, she's like, right. You know, she's always very into it. So I love the Niners in that sense, and I've went to a lot of the games, and and I've always loved Steve Young and that whole era. And so for me, it's 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 I'm torn because the Cowboys were the, were my preseason pick for the Super Bowl, and in a weird way, they're like like spotty. You know, they're yeah. like, like this rickety, like old roller coaster that's still hanging on <laughs> to the track, and they're, but they're still getting there, right? And you're still right. nervous because you're hanging on for dear life, and they're just gonna fly off the, on the track. It's like, but they're still hanging on, right? And it's like, they are. Dak Prescott's like, just trust me, just hang on to the rail, you know. Meanwhile, you're like, that you're gonna kill us, you know. Anyway, I think, I think that I think I mean, look, my head is telling me the Niners. I just think my gut is telling me the Cowboys still, and it's just so weird because. When we keep saying, when's the shoe going to drop? And Brock kind of sh- reveal himself to be a rookie, you know, quarterback. And yep. And you know what? All these vet quarterbacks have had more rookie type. Josh Allen type, you know, against the Dolphins was more of a rookie than Brock was, right? So I just think that like, it's a hard one. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to the 49ers playing, you know, beating barely beating the Cowboys and going to going into Philly as as two point favorites. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of what I got too. Um, you know, but here's what bums me out about these picks is that it's just it makes the, the AFC championship games, both of them, just one versus two seeds. And like I'm like, eh. yeah. And this was a year of parity and equal, and everyone and, could beat anybody. And, yeah, you know, and what happened that, was and when we got to the playoffs. This is <laughs> this is this is what really muffs me. Like I just I, I don't want that. So I'm like, muffs you? Yeah, that's what I said. Is that a muffs you? I mean, you said a couple oh, muffs. Yeah. No, you said muff. That's so interesting. Oh, math. Murph. Murph. <laughs> It's just like, is it, wait, wait, is it, did we devolve in, in, into like a language course? Is this like, what's it called? <laughs> that language online course you take? Um, what, wait, like Babel? Babel. The no. word is myth. You said muff myth. and then. I said like, I said like. Muff. Muff. You said muff and then math. I said like muff, like M-U-I-F-F. Okay. Muff. I'll give you a pass. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, your mother's word I never heard of. And then all of a sudden. I was like, this is like a new, introducing new words into into the lexicon. Okay, I got it. As an yeah. editor, I, I can appreciate words that don't mean what you want them to mean, but they sound like they should mean that. So yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Well. Okay. Good. All right. So that's that. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is a fascinating slide discussion on, on the on the essence of. By the way, um, I was funny. I was because I was watching with um, I was watching the the. Which player? I don't know which game it was, but it was like I said for fun. Close your eyes and listen to the announcers. What does that sound like? I told you this before. <laughs> it's a, it literally said like, "And the tight end break through a tight hole." Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. And the person walked out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's very funny. I, I, this it's it's a fun game to try at home, kids. You know, <laughs> close your eyes and listen to the announcers. Okay. Um. All right. So I think so. Early pick, and we can change our minds next week. But early pick right now for the Super Bowl. Just a quick gut check. Well, I mean, my 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 picks are still in it. So Bills, um, Bills, Eagles was was who I had um, going Man. into the playoffs. Oh, into the playoffs. Okay. Um, yeah. I'd... Yeah, I'm gonna pick. I, my picks were. I had Chiefs. I had my well, Miami Cowboys. I, I'll still no. I'm gonna say Niners and Chiefs. Which will be a great game, by the way. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, these, these will all be great games. You know what's really interesting to me um, is of the four of the four teams left in the NFC, three of them are from the same division. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. I know. For, for three of them That's to get what, this far. Yeah, exactly. And we thought, you know, we, we remember halfway through the year, we were like, AFC beast, NFC least. And meanwhile, now the NFC East has three. I mean, so, four. like, listen, yeah. like, if we want to get rid of these this one versus two seed stuff going on, could you imagine, like, Cowboys, Giants, NF, uh, NFC final championship? That'd be... Yeah, that would have been... That'd be knocked down, dragging them out, man. That'd be... That'd be the Giants, you, you, could have, you could bring back the, the, the catch on, nah, on the not, helmet. Yeah, we don't bring that back we can leave that right where it is it's, it's i just can't imagine I, I didn't know you then i can't imagine the despair you felt when that happened <laughs> that one that catch was that was just like a just shock that was just like no. but that but that was going to be your perfect season yeah and it was ruined right yeah 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 that yeah, was we just, were happy in miami I'll tell you that was that was no that wasn't a catch that wasn't a catch and they're like and then you're like why are they reviewing this? Why are they even reviewing this? They shouldn't be reviewing this. <laughs> and then, you, and way, then you watch the review and you're like, a subtle comeback shit. to that. I've I've been this season, particularly late in the season, I've been surprised how many clear catches I felt there were catches, and then all of a sudden in the replay, I'm like, wait, 
the ball did that <laughs> i didn't see that <laughs> it's like that's been yeah. a lot of reversing in my own head you know yeah <laughs> i was like wow so yeah all right so that's football that is like that it. is football. Um, so let's let's move on. Let's try a different sport for for a little for a mix up here. And RPF, take us into um, take us into the Australian Open. I'm I'm actually I saw a couple yeah. headliners or some uh, what do you, tickers. I saw a couple tickers this morning going across, and I I yeah. started getting into it. And I was like, ah, you know what? Well, I'm just gonna save it for RPF to fill me <laughs> in. So, you know, as everyone who's been a fan of or a follower, or listener to sports, of course. With Jonah and RPF, the RPF that says I am kind of um, not even low key. I'm I'm full on obsessed with tennis and pro tennis, and I've been you know as a, as a former junior player back in you know when dinosaurs roamed the earth, um, and as a really and I had a, and I was editor of a tennis magazine, so I'm I've been very very keen on following pro tennis my entire life. Um, this year in particular, it was 2023 with a very interesting, the season starts with the Australian Open, which is one of the four Grand Slams, the four biggest tournaments of the whole year. And it's all, it's summer in Australia. So it's like a hundred degrees there. And I saw that. And, yeah. and, and the whole, and tennis has a long season. It's almost 10 and a half months, almost 11 months. Uh, and some people play exhibitions during that one month off, but it's a, it's really a grueling, grueling, grueling sport. And people who know, who follow tennis at all know immense match. A tennis, a men's match in tennis, and in a grand slam, which is the best of five sets, minimally will go four hours long. I mean, yeah. it's like four hours of basically the, the most intense exercise, stop and go, you know, anaerobic exercise in the world with you know 100, 100 degree heat and you know the fans cheering for you or against you. So it's a very very intense, and you have to do that for seven rounds to win the to win the, the crown. So only. Three players in history have won more than 20 Grand Slams, including, of course, Roger Federer and Djokovic and Rafa Nadal, who has 22, and Djokovic has 21. Huge rivals, and they've been separated so far from the, from the rest of the tennis world. But now this year, it's supposed to be the introduction of, you know, there's a lot of, a lot, you know, the, <clears throat> the goats are older, the new players are near. So this year, and the, and the Americans, what's happened to the Americans has been a running theme for simply two decades since pete sampras and andre agassi were on mm-hmm. the top of the tennis world there hasn't been an american swarm of yep. any kind of they've been here and there moments but nothing you know we had andy roddick for a minute but they, right. he was anyway so then what happened was this year all of a sudden you, you look up and we're into the round of 16 right now which is okay. one round the fourth round run round before the quarterfinals and the semifinals and the final. so we're in the thick of it we're in the height of the tournament this tournament's been crazy. Rafa Nadal won last year in this impossible comeback. Still, arguably one of the best matches in the history of tennis. Came back from two sets down and a breakdown to mm-hmm. win in five sets. This year, he's coming to the. He came to the tournament hurt, but recovering, and then he hurt his hip in the second round. Finished the match, by the way, which was like was epically valiant. Mm-hmm. He he lost to an American because he couldn't move. He literally the last set he couldn't physically move anywhere, and he lost. And then all of a sudden, what number two seed Casper Ruud, who was who made three finals last year, he made the French U.S. Open finals, including he lost in the second round. The whole men's tennis thing was was turned up turned on its head. All of a sudden, you look up and it's all these Americans still in it. And they're mm. all in the top 100. There's like, I believe there's there's more than two dozen Americans making up the top 100. That has not happened wow. ever. Now all of a sudden, the, you know, the, the American armada is swarming in. Okay. So that's inter- that's very interesting. On the women's side, interesting also, you know, it's been Schwarzenegger. 
Swat Tech. I, think, I can't even say her name. Um, <laughs> Swat Tech, whatever her Swat, name. Yeah, is. yeah. She's she won everything. She was unbeatable. So this year, since this past year, Pagula, this kind of like very steady, kind of Lindsay Davenport type steady player from America, she going up the ranks, and all of a sudden she's you look up, she's number three in the world without going far in any of the Grand Slam because she wins all these other tournaments. Mm-hmm. So she's number three. In a team competition right before the Australian Open, which counts for the rankings, she not only beat Tritech, she beat her 6-2, 6-2, which is you know, a blowout by anyone's standards. So that's very interesting. She is also, she's number three in the world. She's number three seed in Australia, and she has barely lost a game in her three rounds. Um, Tritech also has barely lost a game, but they're on a collision course. So then okay. you have Coco Goff, Who's the, the young American who's only 18 still? She's been playing since I was like, in she's college. only 18? She's only 18. I mean, I remember her like five years ago. She's 18 Seriously? years old. Seriously. Right? Holy smokes. So, okay. Okay. How long have you been following Coco Goff, right? And she's 18, which is impossible. Wow. She's number seven in the world, two top 10 Americans. And she's literally hasn't lost in the, in the, pre-tournaments before Australian Open to now, she hasn't not even lost a match, 20 straight matches. She's also not lost a set. So she's on point. And it's very Good interesting job. to me. So Coco Goff and, um, and Pagula are both on the same side of the draw. Okay. Of course, because that's our life. And and so is Shrytech. So all the other Ovas. Oh, all people, three of them are on the same all side? All three of them, right. Wow. Right. So on. then all the other women who are like, you know, Making Ova and this Ova and this is Ova and all the Ovas that you don't know what you know they're all from the same maybe you know, hood. maybe a Kova maybe a Kova in there too a Kova no Kova actually lost oh. <laughs> could have all lost anyway all all the Ovas and all the other people that you that you never heard of are literally all on the other side so this is going to be a packed 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 side of the slam <laughs> and then you have um so anyway so all of this is happening so my other question is and meanwhile in all of this has been. Djokovic. Djokovic, if you remember last year, was the biggest scandal last year when he went to Australia, not vaccinated. He literally thought he can get in. The tournament invited him. The country said no. So they, he was a, dis- a week-long, like, full-on yeah. crisis and demonstrations. And, and then he was deported. First of all, he was held in captivity. And then he was deported out of the country. So it became a huge scandal. And then he also couldn't play in the U.S. because of his of his anti-vax stance and in some, and in some tournaments in Europe as well. So this year, he comes in with the restrictions being lifted in Australia, but not, interestingly, not in the U.S. So he still can't play. Indian Wells and Miami, which are huge tournaments after this. But anyway, in Australia, he's in top form. He's won the end of the year. He won every tournament, basically. He's won every match this year. So the question I have, can anyone stop Djokovic, particularly when the number, when Rafa is gone and mm-hmm. Rude is gone? And uh-huh. last night, uh-huh. last night, the, the one player that people thought could beat him was Medvedev, who was the finalist against Rafa last year, who, this is, who has this is one Djokovic's of the number. I saw this morning. <laughs> yeah. So what happened was that another American, Seb, you know, Seb Korda, beat Medvedev, wait for it, in straight sets. You know, boom, 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 gone. Yeah. These, these Americans are coming in strong. So but here's the punchline. Oh, by the way, the other thing was Carlos Alcaraz, the other team I just, phenom. I was just about to ask you. I... Yes, Carlos Alcaraz, the team phenom who ended the year number one for the first time ever in the history of tennis, a youngest player that age, he's only 18 or 19. He ended up being number one year-end with Rafa being number two, two people from Spain. But he got hurt right before the Australian Open, and he oh. has he's not even there. So oh. what happens now? 
So all of a sudden, of course, Djokovic, I mean, has, there's no Akaraz, Akaraz beat Djokovic. There's no Akaraz, there's no Rafa, there's no Ruud, there's no no one. So who's left? The, the usual suspect. Zverev and, and, and Zverev, who got hurt in the French Open, he, since his first tournament back, he lost in the second round. Then then you have um, Tsitsipas, mm-hmm. right? He's number three seed. Tsitsipas, he's always been the bridesmaid, never pulled through. What happens is now he's playing Yannick Sinner. Sinner is his, he's ranked number, I believe, number 15. Mm-hmm. The most deceptive and terrifying 15 in the history of tennis. He literally had the match of the year, which saying a lot, because Rafa Medvedev last year in the final was amazing. But the match of the year, in my opinion, was a quarterfinal night match at the U.S. Open against Alcaraz. Sinner and, and I remember and Alcaraz. that, yeah. You have to watch. If people don't want, don't understand why tennis is exciting, yep. please watch. Remember Go that. on YouTube. Alcaraz, Sinner, U.S. Open 2022 quarterfinal. Dropped the mic, unbelievable. Every point was unbelievable. People were out of their seats screaming. It ended at three in the morning or something. It was incredible, incredible atmosphere. Sinner is one of the the most talented players I've ever seen, let alone in this year. He is on the verge of becoming Djokovic. So he's playing Tsitsipas now in in the in the fourth round in the round of sixteen, and Tsitsipas is a big favorite. I'm like, what? Bold prediction. Sinner beat Tsitsipas, and Sinner gets he's on the other side of the draw of Djokovic. Sinner okay. is going to and Sinner's gonna to go to the finals and beat Djokovic in the final. That's what I say. Wow. So that's my whole Australian Open report. By the way, it bodes well for the whole year to kind of have this again, weird kind of like like tsunami of the youngsters versus mm-hmm. the middle people like Tsitsipas and Zarev are I think are and, and Dominic team and yeah. Bavrinka, all these people have gone by the wayside the younger kids have come up faster it's the same thing with the women the younger american yeah. women are really to the point at the point of knocking at the door so that's going to be the but then we move into eventually next lamb and we have the clay season which is you know as we all know it's rafa t- territory so it's going to be very very interesting and rafa by the way is hurt with this hip for six to eight weeks so we don't know if he's going to play until the clay season which is not till april so here we are. Okay, that's there my we tennis are. update. That is that is the tennis, the tennis <laughs> update. Any thoughts, Jonah, on tennis? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, very exciting to hear about uh, this wave of uh, of US of US players that are. It is exciting. Um, and by the way, quickly, they they, we, they there was a uh, called the United Cup. It was a new type of team competition that started okay. the count for the ranking for the ATA for the ATP for the women and WTA for the women. For the for the women's WTA ATP for the men, and they it, it, it's by country, and we were like the third seed, even though we had no right to be in the U.S. And we had we played you know, Spain, and it was like Djokovic was playing, and Rafa was playing, and and all, and, and, and was playing, and so all these other countries had these mass, and, and Italy had Berrettini, and all these people. We won the whole cup, and we didn't we didn't even lose more than one because these are five. Best of five matches, men and women and doubles and stuff. And okay. we never lost more than one match. And we won the whole cup. So that was an early signal huh. to, like, this is 2023 could be the, the, the year that America took tennis by storm again. So it's very, very exciting for to be an American tennis fan right now. Very cool. All right. Um, and so when does uh, I, when does, when does the f- Australian – sorry, I almost said French. When does the Australian Open start to wrap up? We got, we're in A the week round from of 16 this, now. Uh, 
Right. So, so it's called now they're in the second week, which is Sunday. So next Sunday okay. slash Monday would be. So it'll be. Because they're, got it. Because they're, they're in the future, as you know. <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> but yeah, so next Sunday night essentially would be when it's when when it wraps up. But it when should it be an, an exciting next week, the final week of the of, of any Grand Slam is fun to watch. But this is going to be hopefully yeah. with some Americans impacting the cool. results. All right, there you have it. Your tennis update from our man RPF. Um, <laughs> RPF, I think that puts a bow on our show for the day. It does. It does. It does. Uh, it does. All right, huge games, huge NFL games coming up. Obviously, it's the playoffs. Every single game is huge. Uh, and then, I'll, as RPF alluded to us, tune into some uh, some Americans trying to whoop some butt over in over in Australia. Could be a could be a, by the way, a good run. Bonus coverage could be that we 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 unleash our investigative. Reporter about the hair product for <laughs> right, Brett Girl. Right. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna right. unleash. If they that. win, if the Jags pull <laughs> off the upset over the Chiefs, we will figure out how to dive deep. We into have to this. wear, we have to wear Trevor Lawrence wigs. Ooh, <laughs> that'd be kind of fun. Which I leave that to you because I'm sure you'll find them for us. I don't know, where, I don't know where to look. <laughs> Has to be blonde, one one letter. That'd be fantastic. All right, that's all the time we have for the show this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can find us wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, Podbean. Uh, and we can also be found socially over on Instagram and Twitter and, of course, at our dedicated YouTube channel. Just go to any of those platforms and in the search bar type in Sports Of Course with Jonah and RPF. RPF, my friend, as always, a huge pleasure And uh, let's go watch some football and some tennis. And we'll see you next week. Have a great week, brother.